0: Yes, hello people and welcome to the inaugural episode of this podcast. Um, yeah, i certain of a name j- just yet, as you can probably tell from the title, but initial thoughts are definitely to call it Diary of with- Held Grad. Um, partly inspired by my listen to podcast of last year, Diary of the CEO by Stephen Bartlett. But Stephen, please do not sue me over a potential trademark if you've got one. Uh, I'm not going to look it up if it is trademarked. Because um, I'd rather plead ignorance. and um, have because I have a sneaky suspicion, we won't be challenging Stephen anytime soon, so hopefully that lawsuit doesn't come. Um, yeah, he's a marketing man anyway, so even if he does sue me, I'm sure that'll be great publicity for this high-level podcast, as you can see from the mic. Um, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'll give you some context, uh, of the podcast and myself, because... This is kind of forced upon. I've got a strict deadline to come up with two episodes before the new year, which is the 27th today. So I've got four days to do this because I made a intoxicated bet with my best mate a few months ago, Armour, big up. Um, He told me I needed to have produced two podcasts by the new year or else I've got to give him, or I think it may be charity, 250 pounds. And I do love charity, But at the moment, I can't afford to be giving 250 pounds away. Um, I just don't want to do that. So on his side of the bet, it wasn't just a one-sided one. He's got to edit his travel footage. And initially it was make two more vlogs. He's already got a YouTube channel going and he did some great vlogs of his travels of Southeast Asia. However, he's still got a lot of footage yet to be edited, um, but a little bit later on in that evening of us making that bet, he may have screwed himself because he said, ah, oh, it's easy for me to do some vlogs. I need to do five. So I don't know if that was a few more drinks talking to him or he's really confident. But I haven't seen anything yet from him. A bit like this. I haven't produced any podcast. I'm very much leaving it to the last minute. Probably like he is. I'm actually recording this in secret. And I think I'll only remind him maybe with an hour or two to go before midnight um, on the day and when these are published. Um, I am not underestimating my friend Arma because he's a cheeky bugger and is probably likely doing the same right now Um, because he may have his vlogs ready to go and he's just waiting for the last minute. Um, Yeah, although this bet is toxic in its nature and it may not be the best way to start the podcast i definitely think it's like the toxic positivity which is pushing us to do something good for ourselves so can't hate us for that that's for sure um weirdly enough the reason this bet came about is it's actually approaching nearly a year ago when the podcast idea seed got planted in my brain by um one of my other my housemates mother in fact i went over to his and on the jet ju- on the two-hour journey i've been listening to um, oh God, it loses me what podcast I was listening to, but I was speaking about it at the dinner table and she was very interested in the topic. I I know who it was. It was a psychologist of some sort. I do like listening to psycholo- psychologist because it's not a field I'm studying, but it's a field I'm kind of interested in, but she was very interested and I think she made the suggestion um of just making my own. And I was a bit apprehensive, but that seed definitely was planted. And a little bit later on, um, I was going through a bit of a odd spot in my life. Um I'll give some more context. So this was in February of technically this year, twenty twenty two, but I was in a position where I'd fucked a master's application the year before and was faced with graduating without any concrete prospects or something I'd love to do for the rest of my life. I got offered a few recruitment job offers, which I'm sure you may know. You can get very well rewarded for those if you're good at it, but it's also kind of a very narrow path once you're in there. And it may be quite difficult to escape and go into something else. Um, but I ended up going back home and living with my mum, which was especially surprising to me. Given that I had not a best relationship with my mum, but we're working things out, I guess. So but I keep on saying but I'll get better at this. Needing some quick money and under I'm an impression that like everyone else who doesn't have a job straight out of university, you'll go travelling. I started up at the infamous Cote Brasserie, as my friends will know it, as I never stopped talking about it. Uh I was earning some decent money through doing all the silly, silly hours you do during hospitality. However, that was definitely coming at a cost. I was kind of overlooking my physical health, my mental health. And if anyone's worked in hospitality for a long period of time, you do know that you start drinking whenever is possible. Be it in your breaks, be it after your shifts at 12 o'clock. And that was... Not a healthy pattern for me. I was finishing work at 12 before going to the pub, getting smashed, not being able to drive home, sleeping on my mate's sofa in my uniform, um, playing pool until 4 o'clock in the morning, then having it probably ending up back at work at 8 o'clock uh, to serve breakfast to the lovely guests of Farnham. Um, looking back at it, my time at Cote was definitely a blur. It's sometimes impossible for me to pinpoint points in time because it's all kind of merged into one you kind of go up to tables you do the same routine day in day out you're so knackered on your days off you end up sleeping or you end up trying to have some fun you end up drinking more you feel even more shit about um, yourself so that was definitely a troublesome time and I kind of thought yeah this isn't doing well for me I'm, look, I'm looking at my script by the way, so I'm kind of like judging at what I wrote off the cusp. Um, I think this time in February was also um, made worse by seeing my mates uh, kind of succeeding in their respective grad jobs or jet-setting across South America or Southeast Asia. It did put it all into perspective whilst I was genuinely just offering bread and olives to people when I first met them. I know you should always say you shouldn't compare yourself to others, but there's a lot of other advice we don't really follow, such as um, units of alcohol consumed weekly. But it's very hard not to compare yourself to your mates. And I guess a problem further with that is having high achieving mates, it's quite easy to feel left behind when you're working a job which can be done by straight out of school, GCSE kind of points and I'm sitting there with a masters in econ not a masters in economics don't get ahead your of yourself james a bachelor's in economics and I'm thinking what on earth am I doing um i guess returning to the seed my mate's mum had planted um i kind of slipped and slipped and slipped to the point where i was depressed and didn't realize it And I thought the podcast was actually a great alternative and a cheaper alternative to paying for therapy. And it was when I was told I was moderately depressed, I was like, no way. I'm quite a personable person, quite an outgoing person. I would never pin myself as depressed. I'm going back to my script because I've kind of gone off a little bit on a tangent, Um, despite the stereotypes yet. There we go. Despite the stereotypes surrounding white males starting their own podcast because they believe they should be listened to, I can give a fuck if anyone listens to this, but it is for my own sanity to provide me some intellectual stimulation around researching topics and presenting them much like the likes of Chris Williamson. Big up. I've got to talk about Chris Williamson because he is a main motivator for me starting this podcast. He is very much of an opinion that he's grown so much as an individual because he's had exposure to talking with 500 of the brightest minds who are experts on certain topics, who have written books about certain topics regarding uh, neuroscience, physical health, nutrition, business owners. And I'm quite frankly jealous of the amount of conversations and thoughtful discussion he's had. I think we can quite easily go through life without having thoughtful discussion and our opinions go unchecked we don't have to put them out anywhere because no one can remember what we said down the pub a week ago we can kind of dilly-dally about what we believe and I think having a podcast it kind of makes you very very accountable it makes you really have to think about what you say before you say it although this is my first episode I'm not quite thinking clearly and as they say it takes like 500 episodes before you can really um, get to grips with it and become a good podcaster. I am using this as a, as a vice just to speak my mind, provoke some intellectual stimulation for myself outside of my degree and I also think it'd be great to listen back to in 10 years and hear what I was thinking And I can laugh about it. And the amazing thing about the internet, we have no idea what space it's going to be like in 40 or 50 years, but if I have uh, grandchildren, it could be something funny they could listen to, as opposed to me reading my grandfather's diary and hearing about his gambling, uh, gambling trips to Vienna, I will be giving this an opportunity for someone else to be listening about my time at university. So I've got to definitely say there's a massive inspiration here from other podcasters, uh, like like Huberman as well, doing science based um, science based teachings for everyday life. Um, returning to the birth of this podcast and where I even bought this microphone from, it was um, definitely being told I was moderately depressed, and fuck that, I thought I'm not being depressed at this point, even though I've gone through some terrible times in the summer beforehand i wasn't going to let myself get depressed to the extent i was back then i guess i did a quick afternoon of research and i ordered this microphone for 120 pounds off amazon thinking yeah 120 pounds financial sun cost is going to kick start me into creating my po- podcast as my own form of therapy um which i know therapy is a lot of money knowing how much my mum spends on it um I know I don't get the professional therapist, but I get to use myself. And that may be even a better way of doing it. Who knows? But obviously I'm talking about a time in February and it's now 10 months on. So wondering how we got here. I did in fact record two podcasts just off a rip talking about how fucking depressed I was and all that shit. And how I was going to try and get out of it. But I didn't want to publish them because they're quite frankly... Very sad and very... They weren't providing any value to anyone else except me. I did listen to them back and I was embarrassed. I cringed. So I was definitely not going to publish them to the world. Even though no one would listen to them anyway, it was a possibility that someone could pick up the podcast and listen. Yeah. I was quite literally just airing dirty laundry. Um, But I, ha- I now had acquired a microphone, which basically gave me the opportunity to record a podcast whenever I wanted. So let's just leave out my back burner, uh, for a while. And in fact, although I saw all my mates, uh, jet setting across the world, and my podcast was a bit depressed. I had a new job opportunity present itself last year. I can say one thing which can definitely, definitely temporarily cure depression for an active single guy is being a resort rep for uh, university ski trips and i had a uh, four weeks booked off work and a flight booked to geneva so i'll be out there in the mountains repping for uh, a travel company and it's exactly what i needed i had uh, fucking fun lived in the moment skiing every day working silly hard playing fucking hard literally the dream it's what you kind of imagine when you say ski season how this is condensed into four weeks um i definitely did say that that was temporary cure for depression because um as soon as it was over and i came back and i had to like take my order tablet back to co and ask them what would you like for main starters a crashing realization came where i was in a position once again no kind of prospects um and what i was i doing with my life Kind of i didn't have enough money to go traveling now i kind of spent it all on that ski season I should really be applying for, um, graduate jobs, but there was always in my mind of that masters, which could have been, and I'd be naive to say the fact that one of my mates having applied to the same uh, university didn't sway the decision, but now having done my first term with him, I'm very glad he is here because it would be a completely different experience without him here. Um, not miserable, but definitely different. So I got my master's application off in the brink of time, got the house and now I'm here enjoying education again and really do enjoy it. Some people kind of can't wait to get out of university and just get into work, but I do enjoy the process of learning and I can't wait to be in a, in a point of work where I can use my degree. That's why. On my applications for my graduate jobs, I'm very much looking for jobs which lead on, so that be economists, so I can do a lot of data analysis, it's something I'm quite keen at, but don't know how good I am at it quite yet, because obviously no job offers. We'll pause off this segment here, because I feel like I've done enough of my life story for this podcast, because I do want to stay away from this monologue kind of stuff, but it's important where the podcast roots lie before we move on to the next um episodes i will do a little preface of why i aim to achieve through this avenue um i guess the idea for me is to provide a platform for myself and my mates to do some thoughtful thinking and laughing I am, as I touched upon before, extremely jealous of interesting conversations podcasters are able to have on a regular basis. I mean, not that my mates and I don't have interesting conversations. It's just typically in a kitchen at 3am in the morning, and you can't really remember the ins and outs. So with the thought of a conversation being recorded, I aim to provoke some high quality conversation. Um, Or as as one of my mates puts it, the opposite of white noise chat um there was speaking of the 3 M talks <coughs> i'm gonna have to figure out how to edit that cough out or i might just leave it in for dramatic effect my mate um did speak of calling the podcast afters where we record an episode after an evening's shenanigans however i would pose. I would pose this would definitely pose itself as a couple of logistical logistical and relative censorship problems. god 'em. I've copped and gone into a a blur. Um, I think we'll stick with the diary of a failed grad for now. Move kinda going off from last year, but we'll definitely explore what twenty one and twenty what makes twenty one and twenty two year olds tick and how to navigate the world of being a graduate right now. Um, from relationships to to career, to cognitive performance, definitely thinking about human right there with a cognitive performance. I do want the opportunity to explore so many areas when I've got the time, research a topic, speak on a topic. Um, yeah, uh, I've got to make sure, uh, without sounding like a broken record though, there's a whole host of failed podcast, um, which we'll do a few episodes. And then just stop because they feel like they're not gaining any traction or not getting much from it. I think because for me, I'm not aiming to gain an audience from this. I'm just kind of putting my thoughts out there. I do really want to keep this going, even though there's no kind of initial reward. There's not that short term dopamine hit. So I definitely need to think of another bet similar to one I did with my mate Armour about donating, let's say 250 pounds to charity if I haven't produced X amount of podcasts by that time. It's interesting, uh, doing stuff like that and making yourself accountable. Uh, there's various thought experiments within economics, which, um, have kind of the studies done that sort of punishment with relation to a task, be it losing weight with your mate or going on certain amount of runs and it's making that punishment hurt just enough that it incentivizes you. You kind of don't want to make it so lofty that you're definitely gonna do it. You kind of need that middle ground um, to make the response rate high enough. Um, yeah, I definitely need to discuss the punishment though because I don't want to commit to it on this initial podcast. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking what else I need to hit on this podcast. And see what parts I need to edit out. Yeah. Because I do need to figure out how to edit. That's the problem. Um, I'm kind of just doing this all off a cusp. This is a rough script. And I think I've got to a point where I've got to 1,500 words. And I googled how long does it take to read 1,500 words. And it's 5 minutes 30, apparently. But I know I'm at 20 minutes right now. So that 5 minutes... It has definitely not happened whatsoever um I'll leave that bit um for another day because I'm just trying to read it now yeah um yes so I definitely need to edit that pause out Speaking of the new year, because this is before the new year, um, I'm gonna set up challenges. So I'm definitely want to aim to continue this podcast with my mates, talk about things, get them roped in, maybe get another microphone to up that quality level. But one of the physical challenges we're doing this year, and I'm gonna say it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna publish it on my social media just yet because it's a bit of a challenge, but. It will be running from London to Paris as a team of four relaying. Um, it's definitely going to be a bit of a challenge and I've been getting back into running and the constant Strava usage pushed an ad probably to me about this London to Paris. However, it was a very strict kind of race where you had to raise money for a certain charity and me and my mates who i've discussed this with don't really want to be raising money for their set charity but much rather raise money for mind so the mental health charity i think very much the birth of this podcast the birth of exercise for me kind of gets you out of those mental ruts and especially doing it with your four mates um it's just kind of it kind of leads into that mental health side where if you're struggling always speak to your mate and I think doing a challenge like that would just bond us so much. And is again, want something to tell the grandkids. Oh, I've ran London to Paris and I guess eyes will be rolled when you're 80 years old and you've told this story for the fourth time. But I do think it would be such a awesome experience, especially kind of changing how running was a very lonely sport to begin with. You do, you run by yourself and making a, a team event, um, kind of makes us more accountable, we definitely need to get the training. In because if we don't, we're letting down not ourselves but our mates who've also got to run. Either your mate will have to be running in the dark or um, you'll have to make them run further. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that uh, challenge. On a high level summary, though, it will involve running 14 ish miles every day for four days. So, not a feat completely out of possibility. But I feel like by the fourth day comes, we're going to be pretty beaten up by running. What's that? 42 miles before? I'm not sure. Um, but it seems about right. But yeah, that's the physical challenge of the year. And I do want to stay in relatively good muscular shape because although running is great for the mental mind, it definitely doesn't help with physique. And I do fancy a beach holiday at some point this year, um, even if it is smack bang in the uh, middle of dissertation season. Who knows? Um, Yeah, I think I'll wrap this up because it's 23, 24 minutes in now and I don't want this episode to long out too much and I don't wanna speak about everything. Um, We'll keep all doors open though. I'm not gonna close off any doors with what this podcast can cover, Um, especially to the lines of sponsors waiting to sponsor us. Um, I'm joking, of course. Yeah, very first podcast I feel like it's run its course. Um, got an intro into where it stemmed from, what to expect, even if I'm very, very vague still. I'll try to provide more direction in the next one. And once we find out what works and what can realistically be done with my workload, I, because, for instance, I was listening to David Senra, who runs the Founders Podcast, and for every hour and a half he publishes, he's done 20 hours of reading, or he's looked back at his Readwise notes. He's a very intellectual bloke and he's covered a lot so obviously i do not have the time to do 20 hours of reading to produce one hour podcast so we'll see we will see i do want to make it of value to other people if they so wish and if you've listened to this point fair fucking play because i have waffled massively um yeah i got to persuade some people to come on provide some insight and their opinions on topics but we shall see. We don't know what the next podcast is going to be. I'm going to have to figure that out in the next four days. Um, yeah, definitely. Another thing is suitable punishment if I don't continue this. Definitely need to get past 20 episodes. as Otherwise, I will be one of the people who Chris Williamson rinses on his podcast. People who try and give up before they even realise they could get good at it. Um, I also love the idea. This is very much what I'm doing. The idea of a fake podcast. Chris Williamson spoke about. Just make a fake podcast. Even if no one's going to listen to it. Just put it out there. And uh, yeah with that I'll kind of do a catchy outro. As you usually do. Basically ripping off Stephen Bartlett once again. Uh, I quite literally hope nobody is listening. And if you are. Better keep it to yourself. Uh, Hopefully you don't get sued for that outro. As well. That would be a terrible start. But yeah.